Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming Podcast with your hosts, Joe and Tom. Tonight's episode, Top 10 Halloween Games. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. We're back. We're back. Third year. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Yes. Uh, and a happy birthday to Robert. Happy birthday to Robert. Yesterday. Yeah. 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 Probably turned like 14 or something like that. I don't know how old Robert is. Wow. That accent makes me think he's younger than he probably actually is. He's younger than us. Yeah, it's true. Well, so. most people are younger than me. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. What were the dinosaurs like? They were awful. They were awesome. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Been a weird... What, two weeks, I think? Very, very weird. Very weird. You did a solo show. You did one with Robert yep. from Bearded Board Games. Uh, I did Adam, one with Adam. From Bearded Board Games. Robert's our birthday. And guy. I did one with Michael about his extra life that's oh, coming that's up right. next yep, week. Yep, yep, yep. And, so, and then I did a bonus Halloween episode. Yeah, the music Of stuff. just the music. That's yep, pretty cool. With this creepy guy in the beginning and the end. So, okay, I'll have to listen to that one um, for sure. Yeah, just give you guys a little extra bonus content since uh, we were kind of doing some quarantining. So. Yeah, had a little COVID situation, and I just didn't feel well. Don't particularly think it was COVID, but better safe than sorry. And then yep. a dart tournament, so sort of gaming related. Yeah, and me just working a ton and then yep. trying to get something in on the weekends. So, <laughs> Which means that our What If You Played This Week segment's going to be pretty short. <laughs> for yeah. me anyway. For me anyway. I think I got a couple games in, so yeah, we'll, that's good. we'll see. But I, I tell you what, I bought a lot. Yeah, I did too, weirdly. This is a, it's been a weird two weeks because I bought a lot more games than I have in the past. So go you So start? why don't you start? All right, I'll start. Okay. Um, okay, and you're done. No, I actually am <laughs> not. Um, I actually got in a game called Pacific Railroad Inc., Oh. Which was the first Kickstarter through the friendly local game store. I thought you were going to say Pacific Rim. No. In that case, I was going to hug you. Yeah, I know. But I thought you had that game. Right? I do. That's what I thought. Yeah, I, I thought we could have been like bros. Well, that's, I don't have to buy it if you have it. You do. I could. Yeah. And I might. Okay. But so Pacific Railroad. Pacific Railroad, Inc. And it okay. was a Kickstarter. The friendly local game store decided they would back it at the retail level, and I jumped in on it. So I got all the premium pieces. It's a worker placement game with a little resource management. You're trying to build a continental railroad across the country from, and it's saying it plays up to four people. Um, you're laying tiles to uh, for tracks across different landscaping. Ooh, it's a tile laying game. Tile laying game, Ooh. but it's also worker placement. There's a worker placement area where you pick up your resources and influence uh uh, senators and things like that. Wait, there's tile laying and worker placement? Yes. You shut your mouth. I will bring that game in. We'll play it. Okay. Anyway, um, it came with premium pieces. So instead of cardboard chits for the wood, the iron, and the uh, gold, it came with metal coins, which Ooh. was, they're awesome, and make the box weigh about a pound and a half. It came with uh, stone mire quality wood and a couple of other resources. Really cool looking game. And it also came with plastic pieces for uh, your workers and for uh, something to do with cowboy hats and the senator's hats. Okay. they're all plastic pieces instead of cardboard. Cool. It's a really neat looking game. So that was my first game that I bought, um, which I'd actually purchased a while back. And then finally picked it, became available, picked it up. Okay. Uh, Got a game called Calico. Oh. Which is another tile laying game. It is. Uh, It's patchwork quilting or mm-hmm. quilting but it involves cats yes and it if does. you look at the box it is a 
Not a calico. No, cat. it's an orange tabby. It's an orange tabby lying on a quilt. Nope. But it turns out calico is a quilting term as well. It's not necessarily cat related, but there and there's not a lot to do with cats in it. But I love tile laying games. There's enough. But yeah, and there is a cat related. I think you get cat tokens. I've not played the game yet. Have oh you it? well, I sure have. All I sure have. right. Well, I'm gonna have to learn that game from you. Oh, man. it's a really great game. It looks really good. That's why. That's why I bought it. Yeah. But it's one I bought, and then I bought Ticket to Ride. Amsterdam, which is one of the small ticket to ride games, kind of yes. like London and New York. Do you have that one? Yet? No, I do not. So I bought that. Um, I haven't played it yet, but I'm assuming it's going to play very similarly to the other two small ticket to ride games. And then I can't remember if I actually already have the other two, New York and London. I think I have one of them. I may not have both of them because I know one of them was available, and I the other one I had to wait for. Thought you got the London one. I did, but I think I also maybe got New York. I okay. can't remember. And then the last game I bought is a roll and write called Super Skill Pinball 4K. Oh, cool. Which is supposedly, and I've not played it yet, but I've watched a few playthroughs, and I've been told it very, very much simulates playing a pinball game. Very cool. But it's a roll and write. Basically, you roll your dice, and you move your ball uh, to certain areas based on the number, and you always move down the board. And you can, depending on what numbers you've crossed off, you can go into the uh, flipper area and flip back up. And once you've cleared off a certain number of these things, you erase those numbers and start over again. So you can actually move your ball around the board as long as you have an ability to erase certain numbers. Okay. And continue playing the game with one ball. But once the ball's drained, you have to use another ball. Yeah, I can get three total. I That one looks really good. I think you're going to like that one. And other, uh, some people won't like it, but I like that kind of roll and write. It looked really cool. And those are my basic, those are basically my acquires. So I got one, two, three, four games in the last two weeks. I haven't played any of them yet. Oh, and then I did purchase some sleeves for uh, uh, my Marvel Champions games. So uh, what sleeves are you using for those? Uh, well, I was using Fantasy Flight sleeves, but Fantasy Flight has gotten out of the sleeve business. So are you going with the Game Genics? I think that's what they are, but they're basically the same type of sleeve. They're a little more matte finish from yep. what I understand, but they look to me exactly the same as the Fantasy Flight sleeves. So I talked to uh, Aaron at Dragon's Den, and he told me that Fantasy Flight, we, we all knew, yeah. we stopped making sleeves. But Asmodee went and and did these Game Genics. Yeah, that's... And that's basically same where, company right. essentially yeah. so they're just a rebranding and they've got a whole new product line yeah so but they and they actually tell if you, you look what, at the back of your your games it te- it's same thing it says yeah, color it says, and the number yeah because so, that's uh the marvel splendor right uh has that on the back yep. of it so so that's what i so i bought some sleeves and i've been sleeving my champions and i'm going to sleeve arkham horrors okay I'm starting so if you're a big fantasy flight sleever check out game genics yep they're basically the same thing yeah it's Asmodee and Asmodee and Fantasy Flight are the same thing. So Yep. So what have you bought? Well I see one game that looks familiar. Yeah. So um <laughs> uh so the last time <coughs> you and I got together, I've actually I'd gained a few things, so I don't know if you'd listened to the, the episodes without. I haven't had you. a chance yet, no. But uh Nutty Noodles is one of them that I got, which comes in a little um to go carton for Chinese food. Oh, I've heard of it, but and I, it's I a, it's a yeah. lot of fun. It it is more of a a younger audience game, right. but it is a, a quick-paced one. You might enjoy it. I, I, I actually would. enjoyed it. Uh, you roll dice, 
and uh, those that tells you what's going to be on the plate of food. But okay. then each monster has an allergy, and they're sitting at tables one through four. And so you have four colored discs numbered one through four, and so you're going to be the first one to put it correctly mm. in order because it's always first table to last table that goes first. And so if you can meet the requirements, you're going to place that number up there okay. on the, the thing. And then whoever does it right gets that monster. First one, so many monsters, depending on player count, wins the game. Sounds fun. So I got that one. Fairy Trails. Yeah, I saw that one. Thought about buying it. Haven't yet. But if you've got it, that'll oh, make a decision for me. Oh, it's a cool game. It looks really good. Two-player game. One player is fairies. One player is gnomes. And you are building trails and trying to close the trails off and place uh, your markers, which are little colored gems, in your color. So either pink for fairies or, or yellow for gnomes. Okay. And you're going to place your, your markers on these little gnome or fairy houses once your trail is concluded it's it's closed off first person to run out of markers wins the game okay very cool game yeah um and then i got uh truffle shuffle which was the other that's one. another one that i saw that you'd gotten that one and that's another one i've looked at and when i saw you got it i went yes now i can yeah play this one. a lot of fun um you really you were essentially making boxes of chocolates right uh but the the way you get cards in your hand is from a pyramid of cards okay a lot of mahjong is yeah. what what's going on because you can only take a card that has nothing else on it. Okay, kind of like um, uh, the uh, Seven Wonders Duel. Probably, I haven't yeah. played that one yet. Yeah, it's got a pyramid um, same time. But you'll thing. one row is is revealed, one row is is hidden, and then so on yep. and so forth. You have four Very rows, and then you're going to take cards. And what you want to do is you want to fulfill orders before that pyramid runs out. Once the pyramids run out. Then the round is over, and you have to discard down to the player count. Okay. Which is really bad if you have a lot of cards, because that's <laughs> a lot of points in your hand. Right. So you want to try to fulfill orders, but you also want to try to fulfill big orders. Right. And that's taking that risk of having a lot of cards in your hand when it's getting down to these these areas. Okay. So it's a lot of fun. So yeah, It looks like it. I picked I, those up uh, a week or two ago, and, that was, and then I, I picked up um, Marvel Splendor. Yep. I have not gotten that one to the table I yet. have got that one, but I haven't played it either. Um, you said you weren't going to pick it up. I know. I lied. Wow. Well. Okay. So this week was a little bit uh, Ooh, spendy. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, went to Dragon's Den, and um, I picked up the Friends TV series dice set. And uh, it's just different icons from the TV series. Uh, if you guys listen oh, yeah. to the show, you know that Jess and I are very big Friends fanatics, and so anything they come out with, we buy. Yeah, that looks um, good. And we have gotten all their games. And when I saw this, they had they had the Friends, they had the Golden Girls dice Ooh. set, um, they had uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and then The Shining. Oh, I'm gonna and try and get the Shining. I set. I saw the uh, the Friends one, and I had to get them. Shining with uh, Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Okay, yep. I'm gonna have to get that set. I uh, with friends, my youngest child and I, when he was in middle school and forward, started watching that show. I had not been a big Friends fan until then, and for some reason, we really bonded over that show. That's I absolutely such love a the good show. show. And now I'm uh, because of Friends, I'm a big fan of Man with a Plan with yes, uh, Matt with LeBlanc. Matt yeah, oh, I love that show. He's he's I. He's my favorite. It's hilarious. Uh, I picked up the Broken Token Ooh. for King of Tokyo. 
Nice. Because I'm I have all of these characters, the promos, and they just do not fit in my box. Did you get that at Dragon's Den? Or I did. did you order it. No, nice. I got this they at Dragon's it. Den. So okay. this will fit your Halloween expansions, yep. the normal expansion. And all of the player pieces. Now, are you going to use it on your dark set or on your regular set? I'm going to use it on my regular set because okay. the dark one, I don't. That's different characters. Yeah. And different artwork. So True. I want to keep that separate. And these are really easy to build in my my experience. I've done a lot of broken token stuff, and I good, really good. like Good, good. Now I know who's going to build it. <laughs> okay, I'll take it home with me and get it done right after you paint my miniatures. It'll be in my. Well, I've got <laughs> I've got the one almost done. Whoa! The other one. But have you started on your um, no, Goblin Fog? I have not. Whoa! Well, yeah. Just with this, everything going on, it's just like one. Well, we for some reason we stopped playing. Uh, uh, well, I know why we stopped, but we stopped playing uh, Clank Legacy. It's all right. We we already finished it. Oh, did we? No, no, I didn't think so. <laughs> I was going to say. But if you guys could have seen his face. Like, what? Wait, what? No, you guys I, finished without me? I know we didn't. No, we didn't finish. But, uh, but we, got, will, we will actually, finish it out. I actually have Amanda's character. For the most part done, I need to do a couple of detail things and, and then spray it with, a, with okay. a clear coat. And then I've got the Sauron about a third done. I've got its body part, you know, its cool. uh, face and hands and feet and stuff done. But. Got to decide on what I want to do for the clothes. Anyway, right. next game. So the next one I bought, and I, I really thought this one looked cool, uh, Monster Mansion. Ooh. And this was a little card game uh, by Ludo, Ludo Nova. I heard, the, I heard the name before. Um, so the quick thing on this one is uh, the fair has arrived at the city, and the Monster Mansion is undoubtedly the most awaited attraction for all the visitors. Your task will be put together the best cast. With the most fun yet terrifying monsters, thus ensuring that your attraction will not disappoint the unsuspecting visitors waiting in the box office. Hugh, try to beat your rivals to make your show the only one and only sellout. Nice. And uh, so there's three things on the back here. You decide how much you're willing to sacrifice to get your first pick at the casting. Then you will contract the monster... Who will team up best with the rest of your monster cast. And it looks like you get little wooden skulls as your your pieces. And then open the doors to your show and sell all your tickets as fast as you can. Hmm. So uh, two to four players plays in 30 minutes. I like the components that I can see from the back. The artwork looks really cool. the artwork's great. Yeah, it looks really good. Scary clowns, Frankensteins, uh, Frankenstein's mistress or wife or whatever in the mummy. Yep. And then I picked up, I I don't know how to say this. Medici. Okay, there we go. The dice game. Yeah. And it just, it looked fun. I think I've actually played Medici before. Is that, let me look at the back of this real quick. I don't know, but it's different. It's a rolling ride, it looks like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite type of game. Oh, I, know, I actually have become more of a fan of rolling rights. You want to play rolling ride the dice game? Uh, no, that one I don't. Think I, I don't. If I remember correctly, I don't think I like that one very well. You, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was on the lower side of okay. Yeah, that's right. But uh, this is the other one I picked up. <clears throat> um, I just I like rolling right games, yeah. and this one looked interesting. It's by Grail Games. Was it based on the board game Medici? I think there was a board game also called Medici. Possibly, I can't remember. But it's a Reiner Knizia game, so this rolling right is. There we go. So there you go. Uh, and then I picked up Legendary Forests. But then I came back here and realized you had Legendary Forest. Already. Yes, so I knew um, you had Legendary Forest. I was surprised when I saw it in your pile. I'm like, 
he's got that game already. Yeah, yeah, and I have yeah, it again. So guess go. what that means? That's going to Extra Life. You're darn right. Yeah, there you go. So that'll be one of our raffle prizes. Nice. Uh, this one also really, uh, it was it got me curious, because I like tile games. Yeah. And this is called Globe Twister. And you are going to take these tiles, and you're going to try to make scenery, and you're twisting them. I read that really differently, and I'm not going to say what word I thought it was. <laughs> Okay. Because it was, well, the way angle you had it, that made the I and the S look like one. But uh, for one, uh, one to five players, and it plays in 15 minutes. That's fun. Is so, this a tile game? Uh, so the first thing is memory, the image as you remember it. And then okay. you'll panic, the horror. Your image is completely messed up. And then use your hand of 10 action cards to help you recover what you recall. So and it's then, like, a, like one of those slide games. Yes. Nice. It is. So it, it looked interesting to yeah. me. And so I picked that one up. I was, uh, I think it was like, uh, okay, it was thirty bucks. Yeah, so. but these are some games that we could probably run through the extra right. life, which will be. Interesting. Uh, and then I did pick up Calico, Calico because I played it last weekend. I gotcha. And or two weekends ago, and so I really, really do enjoy this game. Such a cute kid. There is so much to this game, and there's there's a ton of playability. I've heard nothing but good things yes. about it. Yes, and so. the cats are actually a big part. Yeah. In this game, because that is. Where you're gonna get a ton of points. Okay. Good to so, know. So, um, very, very cool. Very, very cool well, components. And it's just and pretty. It's a it pretty. It is game. a hefty box. Yeah, I was really surprised when I picked up the box, and I had seen it and thought, I'm gonna decide on it. And then the kitten on the cover is so damn cute. Oh yeah. And they yeah. have different scoring cats, <sighs> and then different poses, and so you have different Ike or tokens for each one of the different poses. So. Uh. The kitty cats are a big part of the game. I'll have to look in. Uh, we'll have to try that yep. one too. Definitely. Uh, and then I picked up Pandemic Legacy Season that. Zero. Now we haven't done Pandemic Legacy Season One. Season One yet, have we? Correct. So you could actually start with this. We could, and then move through one and two. Yes. Okay. It's a commitment. Yes. But it would be. So this ab- one was a pricier one, uh, eighty dollars retail. Yeah. But I absolutely love legacy games i am more of a fan of them than i thought i would be um initially the idea of destroying cards <laughs> i still can't can't do it boards, but i'll hand them to you guys yeah stickering the board um it was difficult yep and then we played mm-hmm. a game called skyfall what was the one that we played that was seafall seafall and i realized the potential Though we didn't play it the way we should have, I realized the potential of legacy games and the fact that we could have a completely different game than anybody else who's played it. And that was very cool. And then I think we did uh, Charterstone for a little bit. We did a couple games of Charterstone. Yep, too. And that actually was really interesting. And then uh, uh, Machi Koro Legacy, which I liked quite a bit, and it actually adds a lot to Machi Koro. I have that as well, and I have not played it. Machi Koro is not the greatest game in the world. It's okay. I enjoy it. I do too, but Space Base is a better version of the same type of game, I agree. in my opinion. Uh, the theme is big too. But Machi Koro Legacy turned Machi Koro into a really good game. And again, once we're done playing it, once you're done playing it, you've got a bunch of different things that somebody else may not have. And it's really cool. I like it. So Legacy Games. And then, of course, we played... Uh, um, uh, Clank Legacy, and man, that cemented it right there for me. And granted, you can't rip up cards, but that's half the fun. Yep. We'll get you to do it. We'll get you to do it. I just want to see Randy do it. Ooh. Yeah. That's, that'd be fun. So we'll talk about what we played. 
Yeah. Or do you have any other games that you acquired or pop vinyls? Uh, yeah, I got uh, Nora, the pop around the world pop vinyl. I missed Douglas, so I'm going to have to find that on the secondary market, which makes me sad. Yeah, uh, because that seems that's to cost a little you a lot. Expensive. Yeah, they get a little pricey. And usually you have to wait about a month or two months before somebody's got it on the secondary market. Um, I did get a Stephen King pop vinyl uh, of him and his little dog, uh, Molly the uh, Thing of Evil, the Dog of Evil. Okay. So that's three Stephen King pop vinyls that I have because I'm a big Stephen King fan. I've got the original one that Barnes & Noble put out. I've got one that FYE put out that's got, he's all bloody and, and he's got an axe. And then the thing of evil with uh, Molly, the thing of evil. And then now I've just discovered there's a fourth one that's come out that it'll if Fye again, and I'll have to order that one because I got to have the fourth one. Okay. But otherwise, yeah, I haven't really acquired much more other than the sleeves. And uh, uh, I think I told you got the Kang. That was what it was. Kang from okay. Champions and a couple of Arkham Horror. Uh, packs, the okay. Barkham Horror and another standalone pack. So, oh, the starter, uh, starter investigator a deck. So that's what I've acquired. I haven't played anything since the last time we played games. Okay, I might have played one game of Viticulture. I honestly don't remember if that was in the time frame or not because we went a couple of weeks without playing, um, and that was it. So I didn't really play. I haven't played anything in a while. Okay, I, I was played. Gonna play Arkham one game and didn't. What did you play? Oh, Calico. Why well, that was two weeks ago. Okay. So last week I played Push. Oh, okay. It was a very cool little card game. Uh, I believe it was. It really was released in 2018, and it's by Ravensburger. Okay. And in Push, it's just a card game. And the reason why they call it Push is because it's push your luck. Okay. So what you're gonna do is you have a deck of cards. You have a die. You're going to take the deck of cards and you're going to, by one by one, you're going to flip them over and you're going to make three different piles. And what you're going to do is you're going to try to not repeat the number or the color in the pile. Once you do, you have to go to a different pile. If for some reason you have a card where you cannot place it in any of the three piles, you bust. Then you have to roll that die and whatever color it is, you have to remove those from your scoring piles. Oh, okay. If you have not banked your scoring piles. So you will, um, you can pass on your turn and not push to bank a color from your scoring okay. section, from your locker. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. Sounds I, like I really did enjoy this game. And I, I think it plays up to four. And honestly, that would change a lot. Because when you, you when you player we played it two players, so when you take a stack, the other player gets one of the other stacks that's left over. Okay. The problem with that is there are, um, I think it's a kind of like a wild. It's got the die symbol on the card. Okay. And so those you do not want to put in your stack that you want to take. You want to put those in the other people's stack because they have to roll that die and again get rid of one of their colors of stacks. So it can be very detrimental to you, sure. but it's it's a ton of fun, and I, I absolutely really just enjoyed that game. So it sounds hopefully, good. Hopefully, we can play that again. Yeah, I would like to try that one. So maybe so, again when we get to extra life, yeah, we'll be able to get some of these taken care of. Calico for sure. I'd like to try. I will definitely play that with you. Um, it's a it's a lot of fun. Uh, Truffle Shuffle and uh, 
What was the other small game that you Nutty bought? Noodle or uh, Fairy Trails? Fairy Trails. Yes. Those are the And three. I know how to play them all. Yeah, those are the yeah. three I really would like to try. This uh, Globe Twister looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Medici Dice, I would suspect I would like that. Well, I'd like all of them. I think I would like all these. So, And I and I want to try it. Well, if Calico, I don't have to bring that, but uh, we could bring Ticket to Ride Amsterdam as well. I've got, yeah. They're all in my car, so... So, on to our main topic, and yeah. tonight is our special first episode of Season 3. Yep. But it's also the day before Halloween. Oh! With the full moon. Too, yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah, there we go. And um, time change if you live in the United States. Woohoo! So, for all of you ghouls and gals, <laughs> we are going to give you the top 10 average Joe list of... The Halloween games. Each of us are going to get And ours. then, you can obviously play some of these games while you listen to our special Halloween, Halloween soundtrack. music. Number 10. All right, my number 10 is Zombie Dice. Oh! You know, zombies. What's more Halloween than a zombie? Plus, it's just a great game. I, I just love the mechanic of it. It's essentially Yahtzee. But you're trying to collect brains and not get yourself shot in the face by a shotgun. Yep. Add the expansions, and you've got a lot more fun, I think, involved. And the the bus is great. Uh, the what the uh, uh, I can't remember what the other ones are, but uh, it's the action hero, yeah. the act uh, actress, that, act, yeah, the action hero, and the then the Santa Claus. The, well, wasn't there something? Maybe that's a different game. The the high school sweethearts or whatever it is. Is that the that's a, maybe that's a different one. That's something. that's zombies versus cheerleaders. That's right. Yeah. So, but that's my number ten. Okay. Zombie dice. My number ten is also zombie dice. Weird. That so is really there weird. is the zombie deluxe. Yeah. Which are translucent dice. Very. Oh cool. yeah 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 yeah. But I feel like with adding all the expansions, you need to get. A substitute for the brains. Yeah, which I actually, when you did, yes. I did. I went to the same source you did. In the I had home. to get the small little plastic brains. Yeah. But if you're doing a Halloween game day, invest in some gummy brains. Oh, yeah, because you can eat. Because you can eat, eat your brains. That would be awesome. That would be very cool. So, yep, Zombie Dice is my number 10. Uh, and your number 10. So yes. I knew, and I thought we'd have some crossovers, and I just didn't realize we were going to be this close. Great to the minds beginning. think alike, yeah, exactly. folks. Number nine. So my number nine is a game called Mansions of Madness. Ooh. Which generally needs an app to play, at least when I've played it. You can play it without the, the app. Second edition. Yeah, you can play it so. without the app. But then you have to have somebody who's dedicated, basically, to reading everything that happens. Uh, it's a tile, essentially, kind of a tile-laying game where you're exploring a mansion. And various and sundry things can happen. They've come out with a and d edition of it as well. Oh. I can't remember what that one's called. It's Bars of Madness or something like that. But it's just a kind of a fun little game where you're exploring, doing uh, kind of a... It's almost a dungeon crawl type game. Really enjoy Mansions of Madness. Okay. What's your number nine? My number nine is Chupacabra. Ooh. Another Steve Jackson game, but it's a fun dice game that has glow-in-the-dark dice. And you're trying to gather up these these animals. You want to gather up the cows and the chickens. You do want to get a certain amount of Chupacabras so you can steal your opponent's dice. Be the last one with all the dice and you win the game. Sounds like a good Halloween-y game. I absolutely love Chupacabra. Yep. Number eight. 
My number eight is another zombie-related game. It's Zombicide, <gasps> which is, if you've ever played it, a very, very difficult game to win. <laughs> yes. Because you eventually are going to be overcome by zombies in this game. And I don't know that I've ever played it where we haven't been. I mean, where you absolutely... I think we've gotten out... I've gotten out once. We got into the helicopter one time and got out. But you're almost guaranteed to get eventually chewed up by zombies, especially when the big ones start coming out and it's... Uh, it's just a, it's very thematic with the miniatures. It's just a ton of fun. And there's what, about 1,250 expansions or something like that to it. Yeah. So there's quite just, a few. Cause you have zombies. I, I have the first season. Okay. Yeah. And I know people who've actually purchased every season of this game. The first was all I really ever yeah. needed just yeah. cause it, it's the same game, just different environments. Right. And then they added stuff. I wouldn't mind the, the dark, age one right that's the one that i was thinking of too that's maybe the most recent one too or at least it's within the last i think that was years, season three if i remember yeah. right well they got four or five seasons yeah out something like that but that's my number eight is zombicide i just really enjoy that game and it's it's not one that i would play a lot other than around this time of year probably but i do like it we played it for a while didn't we? a couple of a couple of times well i have i have a game night pack right where you get promo yeah pieces and we played one yep. or two games yeah because i think i've still got one of my zombies from mm -hmm. that so yep but that's my number eight. So my number eight, uh, I actually combined two because I feel like they're so similar that they're justified. So it's Tiny Epic Zombies okay. slash Zombicide. Number seven. My number seven, Tiny Epic Zombies. Okay. But you are correct. They are almost One the is same a damn miniaturized game. version yeah. of the game. Yeah. It's just there's a slight tweak, but they're they're so similar that I just I lumped them into one. That you know I didn't even think about that, but it's weird that I I want 8 with Zombicide and number 7 was Tiny Epic Zombies. There you go. I like Tiny Epic Zombies a little bit more. Yep. So that's my number 7 as well. Okay. What's your number 7? My number 7 is Campy Creatures. Oh, this is yeah, by Keymaster Games, the same one. people that did Parks, the yep. same people that did Space Park. I love Keymaster Games. Yeah, those are good games. Um, so this one here you is a card game, and you have these awesome movie-themed creatures. Yep. And so you're trying to move up on on your your point scale, and you're trying to get the... It's, it's, it's kind of a trick-taking game. Right. And you just have really cool pieces. It comes in a small box, amazing artwork. And it's it's perfect game to play at Halloween. Yeah, completely forgot about that one, but I think we played it at least once that yep. I remember during one of your Halloween game days. Yep. So. so that's my number seven. Number six. My number six, any of the werewolf games. Oh. Um, Ultimate werewolf, werewolf, uh, word, were words. They're all in the same kind of family. Okay. Basically, you're trying to discover who the werewolf is. It's one of those close your eyes. Uh, somebody raise your hand. Close somebody. your eyes. Yeah. Now, the thing I don't recommend with this game <laughs> is if you're doing your, uh, and we'll talk about this later, <laughs> If you do when you're doing your uh, Extra Life 24-hour gaming event, don't play this game at like 4 in the morning. Because when they say, everybody, close your eyes, you close your eyes, and then they have to have certain people open their eyes, you know, wake up and, open, and look around and see who's who, so you can figure out what roles are who's. And at the very end, it goes... Everybody, open your eyes. And we had, that night, we had somebody reading it. It was like, you could hear people going, 
at four in the morning because we'd already been up for you know how many ever. Yeah, but it's a, it's a really fun game. I really enjoy it. We played. I would bet we played maybe fifteen twenty rounds of that. Oh wow! Yeah, we had a whole group of people, probably ten or fifteen people, and it was really fun with all the different roles and you add stuff based on the number of people that are there. And I just really like that game. So that's my number six is okay. the werewolf games. My number six is King of Tokyo with the Halloween expansion. Okay, I, I really like this game. It's is another. Yahtzee-esque game. Right. But I love the creatures. I love the monsters. It's, well, you're a kaiju it's God's off. Oh, yeah, yeah, kaiju. I mean, come on here. There's nothing better than that. Oh, yeah. I will fight you over that. Right, well, I won't fight you over it because I agree. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. So, and I love Godzilla. You've got all these really cool the creatures. Cyber bunny, which and is then one of my if you're favorites. playing with the expansion, you have a jack o' lantern. Halloween and costumes. you have uh the boogeyman. Yeah. So they're they're just really cool. Um and then you have awesome dice that it also adds, so it substitutes orange and black dice versus yep. the green and uh black. So it's just it's a lot of fun. It's Halloween. It is Halloween. And it's a, it's a well, fun game, and you can play with multiple The players. costumes expansion is a separate expansion from the Halloween expansion, right? Or is it the same that thing? That is the same thing. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yep. I wasn't sure. So that's your number six? Is yes. And then it also comes with the power-ups in it for those characters. Yeah, Because yeah, the power-up expansion was the first expansion, right. and the Halloween costumes was the second yep. expansion. And then they had one other one, and I don't remember what that was. And they have so many more. They yeah. have they actually have King Kong. They have Cthulhu. Yeah. They have Anubis. Yeah, and I could go on. Yeah, it's a, it's a great game. It's 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 probably one of the better gateway games yes. too. Honestly. And I believe that was designed by Richard Garfield. It was. So you are correct. Well, you could look over there and see. Well, that's actually not the that's the Richard Garfield. Dish. Yeah. So there you go. There we go. Number five. My number five, the game Mysterium, Ooh. where you are either a ghost trying to find out who murdered you. And where, or you're the medium trying to convey the clues. And uh, I have never played as the medium. I don't particularly want to play. Or no, I mean the ghost. I've never played as the ghost. I like being the medium. The medium is trying to discover who murdered the ghost. The ghost has to give clues to the mediums. And they're cards. I don't know if you've ever played Dixit. But they're that type of, they're very abstract cards. And you have to try and put. They'll give you a card that has clues as to which room or who, and I forget oh, what weapon it was. Those are the three things you have to figure out, and you move up a stack. And it's timed. I think you only have like eight rounds or something like that. Um, everybody has to try and guess which card is the correct card, and you can bet on whether or not they guessed correctly or didn't guess correctly. And it's just one of those games where I just really enjoy it. And for some reason, the first two rounds, I usually can figure it out from the clue. Depending, It depends on who the medium is and who the ghost is and stuff, or who the ghost is. But I've always done fairly well with like the first two rounds, and then I get stuck on the third round trying to get to the last step. But it's my, one of my favorite t- sort of Halloween-y type games, Mysterium, number five. Okay. My number five is Evil Dead, the board game. I don't think I've ever played that one. No, we haven't. We need to try The it. box is the Necronomicon. Oh, that's really cool. Uh, it's got Bruce Campbell. Is, is, I mean, it's 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 Evil Dead, the movie, yeah. the board game. It's, yeah. it's just very cool. And what cooler game can you play on Halloween than an Evil yeah. Dead game? It's it's 
is thick with theme. Yeah, where you're. And if you guys know me, I'm thick with theme. Oh, well, he's the theme guy. <laughs> yeah. Plus, he's a huge Bruce Campbell fan. So. Yes, also. So yeah, there there it is. I mean, it should. It probably should be higher up on the list, but it can't be yet because I have not played it. Yeah. Once, I just want to. Part of my rule with this list was that I was it games I've had to play. I've well, played, these are games actually. that I own. Yeah. So. Yeah, which is. A different thing, but sort of the same. Yeah. Just it's ones I have best intention to play, yeah. and I have access at any time because I own them You all. own the game. Yep. Yep. Number four. Uh, my number four, King of Tokyo. Ooh. Dark edition. Ooh. Because it's dark, and that's halloween Yeah. I we do already, like the uh, additions yeah. that it added. Um, but I had, I had the actually... The Wickedness track? Sort of did, yeah. I sort of did the split on that one as well, because King of Tokyo with the Halloween yep. expansion is also... I mean, I consider it the same type of game. Right. It is essentially the same. It is. The Halloween expansion makes it much cooler for the costumes and the powers and stuff. So that's my number four. We've already talked about it. We don't really need to go much more into detail on it. My number four is Friday the 13th, the board game. I've not played that one either. Yes. Uh, that one you're trying to escape from Jason Voorhees. Yeah, makes so, sense. So uh, survive, basically, Camp Crystal Lake, I believe, is yeah, what the uh, yeah, thing is. Yep. So, actually, um, it turns out it's, spoiler alert, mom. <gasps> yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, too bad. Sorry. Wow. Now, in, the, in future movies, it was actually Jason. Yeah. So they kind of, I don't know. It's one of those they could have just left it alone. Could have. Oh, well. But they're not going to. Nope, nope. Nope. All right. So that my number four is Friday the 13th. I think that one is now, have you played that huge one? with theme. Or is it one that you want to play? Nope. Still shrink wrapped. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure. Yep. I couldn't remember it. I know I hadn't played it, so I didn't know if you played it at some no, point No. It's one that it was, they, I saw it at Dragon's Den. I'm like, oh, man, I've got this one that. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Number three. Uh, my number three. That's where we're at, right? Number three? Yes. Gloom. Ooh. A little card game. I like it. But with a very unique mechanic where you stack <laughs> cards and you're trying to die, basically. Yep. You want to die in this game, and people will screw you over by keeping you alive yep. for longer. Doom and gloom. It's a storytelling game, essentially. And and half the fun is you got to play with a group of people who were willing to tell a story. Yep. And you have to make it up. You can't just... It's not a story that's on the cards. You just... You got to character that you play and you want to try and kill him and uh you explain why and then the next person will explain how they brought that person back to life but made their own character die and it's it can be a lot of fun with the right yep. group of people i don't we, think we have it. fairy tale gloom yes okay so we i don't played, know if we've we played actually that. played that but it was just regular gloom is what i have mm-hmm. and I, I really like that game i didn't think i would and the first time i played it of course i was and believe it or not i'm kind of reticent to do things like that but I happened to play with the right group of people at the time. It was Samayans folks. And for some reason, I got into the storytelling aspect of it. Um, it was also the same time I played the World War One game where your soldier's trying not to die. Oh, yeah. Um, um, which I have the really cool version of with the miniatures. But, uh, but anyway, I didn't think I'd like Gloom, but I really liked the mechanic. I liked the clear cards. I thought that was just cool. Yes, I do so, enjoy that. So I had to play that game. So Gloom is my number three. All right, my number three is the Haunted Mansion, Disney's Haunted Mansion. Okay, I don't think I've played so, that one either. Um, that's by Funko Games. Oh, that's yeah. I know which. I know the game you're talking about. Yeah. No, no. I. I mean, I remember <laughs> seeing it when you. So. And I've seen. Of course, I'm a big Funko Pop guy. So. Yep. I've seen people play it. Online. Yeah it it looks uh it's 
we like the Haunted Mansion, uh, the movie, uh, not so much, but um, my wife likes the Disney Haunted Mansion. Yeah, so I do. Yeah, I really enjoy it. That was one of my favorite parts of going to Disney on Disney World was the Haunted Mansion, and that and uh, Space Mountain were the two favorite things. But all right, number two. Uh, my number two is the Arkham Horror LCG. Oh, uh, I have not played it a lot. I really kind of, regardless of uh, of uh, the guy who wrote its political time of the life sort of racial views, I really enjoy the Cthulhu Mythos stuff. Robert, not Robert Howard. That's uh, he was H- bad too. H.P. Lovecraft. Yep. Yeah, he was good friends with Robert Howard. But anyway. I just really enjoy that world, and this card game kind of brings that to life. You're an investigator trying to discover clues. Uh, in the first, in the base game, basically, you're you're exploring your mansion, which has issues with doors disappearing and and tunnels appearing out of nowhere and ghouls. And you're trying not to go insane or die. And it's just kind of a neat little. You can play it solo, or two player, or f- up to four players, I think. Okay. And it's a living card game, which means that when you buy, they have packs that come out. About, well, they have expansions for different scenarios, and then each scenario has packs that come out once a month for about six months. And everything you need is in those packs. And they add to your base of cards so you can build decks. Okay. It's really kind of a neat little game. Haven't, haven't played it a lot, but I think I'm going to try It's a good solo game. Excuse me, solo game, so I'm going to keep. I'm going to try it here solo a little bit. So that's my number two, Arkham Horror, the living card game. My number two is Hocus Pocus. The Based game. on the movie? Yes, it actually is. Nice. Uh, so you, it comes in a book. Ooh, I would box. like that, of course. So you open up the box, send it to your book. It's the book that is in Hocus Pocus. Right. And you are trying to find these ingredients for these potions. And you want to create a potion to beat the Sanderson sisters. Okay. So... Um, that's Hocus Pocus. Is there a saucy bus driver who makes double entendres? No. Have you, you've seen the movie, I have. obviously. Yeah. I just, that's one of my favorite parts because when I first saw that movie, just you know what? If we head. can, uh, if we, if we play the game, yeah. you can be the saucy bus yeah. driver. Yeah. All right. I will be. All right. And finally, number one. All right. And my number one Ooh. Halloween themed game is Betrayal. At the House on the Hill. Oh. Uh, it is basically a press-your-luck kind of game where you're exploring a mansion. It's tile-laying again. Uh, you start off on the first floor. You have stairs to go up, and st- and you find a way usually down. Uh, you can find an elevator uh, depending on where you explore. Um, it's a, another kind of Cthulhu-based or H.P. Lovecraft-based game um there's a legacy version of it that i've played a couple of sessions of a few sessions of uh, but it's just a really cool game and at some point you're going to have enough uh, uh omens that you trigger the betrayer and then that starts a whole sort of second game where you're playing against one person who who's the betrayer or sometimes you're one person playing against a whole bunch of betrayers uh, it's a really cool game i've won it one time all by myself, basically. Wow. Uh, by killing a bunch of vampires. Okay. So I just, I really enjoy the game. I played about three or four times, and each time it's always been a different experience. Luckily, I've never been the betrayer because I suspect I would suck as being the betrayer, but 
I've always enjoyed kind of tracking down the betrayer and trying to beat him. Been beat in the game a few times too, so it's a good one. House, All right, betrayal at the house on the hill. My number one ultimate Halloween themed board game is Horrified. That one was going to be on my list. But I went with the rule that I had to have played it. Oh, I love this game. And it looks really cool. You are trying to defeat the classic universal monsters. Yep. So each monster has a track that they're on, and they're trying to complete their goals. Actually, did we play that at Dragon's Den once? I don't know if we have or I not. Don't I've, I've, I think I've only played it with my mom. Okay, that may be that. Yeah. Um, but you are trying to obtain these goals to try to defeat these these monsters yep. and you'll defeat the creature from the black lagoon frankenstein frankenstein Dracula, uh, yep, werewolf uh, the yeah. mummy the mummy yep um and it, it's just it it screams the old classic yeah universal monsters i absolutely love this game and for me it will be my number 1 yeah once i've played that i think it's going to be pretty high up on the list here's the other thing about that game funko actually put out they did about the same time it came out. They do they do their uh, mystery minis. Mm-hmm. They did classic movie monster mystery minis. Oh, they actually have every single monster in Horrified, and they're about the right size to fit on the boards. So oh they, man, there's people out there who sell sets of those. They've collected the full sets from that fit the game, and they. And so I thought, if I buy this game, that's seven more Funko Pops I'd have to buy. <laughs> Yeah, so, but they're the small ones, you know, just literally the, the mystery minis, so. Yeah, but how much does a set go for? I, Probably more than the game. 30 bucks, something yeah. like that, 40 bucks, something like that, yeah. But, I mean, you bling out, you bling oh, out your games. they're so cool, though. I know, and you bling out your games for, yeah, look it up when you get a chance. I'm, yeah. I'm, honestly. Oh, I'm going to now. You'll Thank see you it. very yeah, much. And I'm sure Etsy or somebody has yeah. them on sale, so, yeah. If you All do right. that, then I'll for sure play. Yeah. So that's our top 10 Halloween games. Yeah. I don't know. I know Joe put out a, a note on Average Joe's podcast website to ask you guys to come up with your own list. So if you, you obviously can still do that, send them to us through email or or on the website, however you want to do yep. it, and we'll look at those and talk about them. Maybe next time we do a podcast, which All right. hopefully is next week. Well, yeah, yeah, it should be next week. During next. during what? I can't remember what's going on next week. There's well, next Friday. We'll yeah. do one. We'll do oh, our okay. normal podcast. And then maybe if we can swing it, we'll record a special episode from Extra Life. Extra Life. That's right. That's coming up next week. So uh, we'll see what we can do. We're definitely going to stream. We're going to do a lot of cool stuff. Um, I am working on it right now, but I'm hoping to have a play-to-win se- selection of games there oh, for that'd be fun. people. Yeah. So basically, like I did last year, a mini convention. So hopefully... Hopefully people come out and have some fun. So Yeah. I mean, if you're in the area, feel free to come out. Um, masks are going to be definitely... Uh, encouraged. encouraged. Highly encouraged. Highly encouraged. Um, I know I'll be wearing one. I've got a couple different types I can wear that I'll probably switch out to. Yep. Obviously, there's an average Joe one that I'll wear. We have food available, uh, beverages. I mean, that's obviously where we get a lot of our funding from. Yeah. All the money, not just proceeds, all of the money... That we raise will go to Extra Life, and all that money stays local and helps out the kids and families in Sioux Falls, Sanford. Yep. Yep. So, um, I obviously am a big backer. I drop a lot of money every year on this, and I, I love to do that because I like to try to make it as fun as possible. And the way I look at it is, even if I put five hundred dollars towards it, I'm hoping to multiply that yeah. into 
giving you guys a fun and affordable event to be at, but also make it more beneficial to uh, Extra Life. I mean, yeah. I could easily just donate the $500, but right. I'm, I'm doing it for you guys and for me. So. Yeah, and then the idea is if, if you're really having a lot of fun and, and feel strongly about the cost, you can also donate to yeah, Extra Life. Yeah, we will take donations. And- uh, we have raffles. Um, we're going to have quite a bit of stuff going on, so definitely check it out. Uh, there's also Michael Ferenbrook. We, we talked about him, or talked to him, uh, a couple weeks back, and so he's having one in uh, Orange City area. Yep. He's got an event. We shared it on our Facebook page as well, so check that one out if you're in the Iowa area. Mm-hmm. Definitely help him out. Um, he's doing it for the same same place, for Sanford Sioux, uh, Sioux Falls. Uh, we got Ions. Ions, well, yeah, and, there's a Ions group doing it also for Sanford um, Children's Hospital. With your buddy Hospital. John, and yep. uh, so they are doing it at the PAV. Yeah, Paralyzed American Veterans okay. building. And that's uh, they have limited numbers there. there yeah, and then and masks are required there, Masks correct? are required. They probably will not have any outside food or beverages. But you can bring in food. There'll be an area where you can eat separately. Uh, they are going to have sanitizers and wipes and things at every table. Um, masks are required. And if you do want to go in, and it's going to be fun. I mean, it always has been. Uh, I think they're looking for a $20 donation to get in. But if you want to buy raffle tickets from them for the games they've got, uh, they will take the money. They'll come out and meet you at the parking lot, however you want to handle it. Yep. Uh, but you'll be el- eligible for the raffles there, too. So they're not going to turn down your money. Um, if you want to play, they probably will ask you to, to donate. so Because there's limited space. They're not going to have a lot of people there. Uh, if you want to stay the whole 24 hours, I think it's 20 bucks, something like okay. that. It's not bad for a full night of gaming, and plus you're helping out the, the Sanford Hospital. Nope. And if you want to do Michael's, his is a free event at a church. Um, if Obviously, if you want to the... donate to him, he does not have a team. He's doing this solo. He does uh, This is his fourth year now. So you could donate strictly to him. Uh, we have links in the episode of Michael's Extra Life. Uh, if you want to do the Average Joe's, it's a free event. You can join our team. You can donate to, we have five members to our team now. So very excited. We have Adam, my neighbor. We have Adam from Bearded Board Games. We have Pat from Nerdvana and uh, Noel uh, and then myself. Yep. And I'm going to try to get on it. My problem is my computer is junk right now. (laughs) I, I mean, I can do stuff on it, but man, getting the extra life stuff to work has been, it was a nightmare last year. I couldn't get on Extra Life at all. I think I ended up donating money just directly. Yep. And uh, it was just frustrating as I'll get out. I couldn't be a team member on either of the groups that I was going to be a part of. And it, well, and then I had health issues that were not yep. fun. But, but uh, yeah, it was just frustrating as I'll get out for me. So I am going to donate, but I just have to do it a different way. I'll probably yep. just donate through Joe. And then uh, if you want to do the, the Ions and John uh, event, it's at the PAV, $20 admission. Um, and they do, they will take just straight up donations, or if you just want to go to this page, uh, Sue Empire, Sue Empire Gamers, Extra Life, I believe, or something. Yeah, Sue Empire, Sue Empire Extra, Extra Life. Life. So uh, there's three great groups that are doing uh, stuff for Extra Life. Yep. And uh, if you don't want to be part of any of those, do your own, man. Yeah, and I think, or girl, right? <laughs> and I think if I remember correctly, Extra Life is worldwide. Yep. Started out primarily by video gamers. They would do 24 hours of live stream gaming. I know my son was involved in it a little bit when it first started. I think he's just uh, hasn't been able to because of work and some other things. But um, 
it evolved a few years ago to include board games. Um, I know the group that I, the other group I'm involved in has been doing it. I think this is their fourth year. Yep. It was actually this year because of all the crap going on. It was looking like nothing was going to happen with Extra Life. And then it just sort of popped up in a couple different places, and now it's starting up again, which is great. Yep. Uh, primarily, I think the idea this year for the one group is just to keep it going, to to keep a buzz and then start it up again next year, kind of like with uh, with the Average Joe's Gaming uh, Convention. Couldn't do it this year. Nope. This Extra Life thing that you're doing is going to be kind of a, well, here's an idea what we might be doing. Well, that's kind of how Extra Life ended up yeah, last year. That's true too. Yeah, was we were trying to get away from the drama, so we went yeah. to Hey AJG Con twenty nineteen. Yeah, and that still and didn't work. So we did, uh, <laughs> that was a, it. Was just it's again. It's just a weird. It was a weird deal for me yeah. in particular. Again, that's when the health issues and that's, started. That's when Tom started dying. Well, yeah. Well, part of me did. Yeah, a small Billy. tiny little part of me. Oh, Billy, Billy's gone. Um, <laughs> it was a weird year for me. Uh, this year, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm looking forward to. He's uh, not dying. I am not. And I'm looking forward to being involved in everything. Which is surprising. You were dying when it was not COVID, and now right. you're not no, dying. I'm He's not stronger. Dying yeah, I'm stronger. He's I, like the, the $2 loss of man. my small right toe yep. has made me stronger. Yep, stronger. More so, aerodynamic. Yeah, more aerodynamic for sure. You should see how far I can kick a football. Oh yeah, almost three yards yep. now. Yep, exactly. So, And I can run as fast as I always used to be able to, yep. which was well, not we have, very fast. <laughs> we have events being ran by Pat and Nirvana. Is he doing a magic He's doing magic tournament. Yep. yep. And he's doing it 24 hours. Uh he is he we has he has a schedule on our event page, so he's a co-host. Um and then Adam Collins from Bearded Board Games is going to try to make it happen. He wants to play uh that's so clever uh over okay. online. So well, that might be kind of we fun. can we can figure out how to do that uh either Facebook Live or Zoom or something like that. Either way we'll get it link set up and then whoever wants to join uh a cool game designer play That's So Clever. Yeah, and if you haven't played Gonchon's Clever or That's So Clever, I recommend it. That's mm-hmm. one of the few rolling rights I actually really like. And we're gonna work on doing a tournament for Borgata. Ooh. And the winner of that will get a copy of Borgata. Um, we so might do a buy-in on that. When I win, what I'll probably do is give it to somebody since I already have a copy yeah. of it. So we're debating whether when to do I a win. buy-in on the tournaments or not. Uh, if you guys want to give us some feedback, let us know. Yeah. But uh, a couple ideas that I, I've gotten thrown at me were do like a small buy-in, and then the winner of the tournament gets half the pot, and then the other half the pot goes to Extra Life, mm. and then they get a game on top of it. You guys let me know what you guys think. Uh, the other one we're, we're looking at doing a tournament of is Fences. So Again, and when I win that tournament, I would give my copy yeah. to somebody who doesn't have it. Um, and then so the winner Unless of our second giveaway for Fences it. was Antonio Cruz. Um, congratulations to Antonio. Way to go. And so the next winner of Fences is just going to have to come to Extra Life and play there in the you, tournament. There you go. Um, and then, uh, we had a question from the birthday boy himself. Oh yeah, Robert. Uh, he sent this into us last week, but I wanted to save it until you were and here. And I am really glad you did, by the way. So, let's listen to his question. Hi, Joe and Tom. Hope everyone's doing well. My question for you this week is, would you rather be able to play many games as you wanted, all different ones, but you could never play the same game twice? Or would you rather only be able to have three games a year that you could play, but you could play them as many times as you wanted? Let me know which you'd choose. 
Bye. Okay, so you want me to go first? Or? Yeah, go ahead. Because okay. my first thought when I heard the question oh, wow. was, wow, Okay, a great question. I got to go with having an, as many games as I want and only playing a couple times because I'm basically there now. The only difference is I do have a few favorites that I played multiple times, but I feel like if I only had two or three games that I could play multiple times, I would miss out on all of these amazing games. And so I guess I, if, if I had to choose, I would rather have, be able to play as many games as I want only a couple times. Okay, see, and that was my initial thought as well, was if I could play as many games as I wanted but only play them one time, that would be pretty cool because I get to play a lot of games. But then I thought to myself, well, okay, but I'm going to miss out on some games I really, really enjoy. So I thought to myself, if I could only play three or four games a year, and those are the only games I could play, but I could play them as many times as I wanted, as long as the next year I could pick three or four different games, and then the next year three or four different games, I think that would be the way to go. And if I could go back and maybe mix in some of the old games with a new game or two, that would be very cool, because I don't think I could miss out on Euphoria or Wingspan or Terraforming Mars or... Some of these games that I've just really fallen in love. Everdale is another one that I just, I can't imagine playing them once yep. and then not playing them again. King of Tokyo, Catan, Ticket to Ride. I mean, these are games that are standard games that I do want to go back to and play. So as long as I have the option of being able to maybe not play them for a couple years and then go back and play them a year or so later, and it'd be one of my... No, I think you're wearing a shot collar as soon as you get into that game no, again. Uh, then I would just say, no, I want to do it like I do it now, which is I'll play as many new games as I possibly can, and then go back to some of my old standards. But that's such a good question, and, I, and, I, and I'm kind of going back and forth in my head on it. Because another one, okay, that stupid mountain game that we played, is that Summit? Is that the one where you're climbing the mountain and the Yeti gets you in one version of it? Yeah. Okay. The first time we played that game, it was like, holy crap, this is terrible. Well, not terrible. It was really fun. But it was like, we can't win this game. How the heck does that happen? And we played it again. It was a little more fun. Um, but if that was my only two experiences with that game, it'd be like, well, that stinks, because I really kind of like to see where that would go. You know what I mean? Yep. And Quarriers. How would you like to not ever play Quarriers again? That'd be terrible. Yeah, it would. So as long as I could go back and play some of the old games, but I'm stuck with maybe three or four for a year... Nope, shot collar. No, then I, and I don't know. Then he I, can't then make the decision. Then I'm in a dilemma because I got to be able to play some of these older fun games. But I like the idea of just playing a lot of new games too. Shot collar. Yeah, I guess we're in trouble. Or no shot collar, implant. Or kicking the parts would be implant. So that way they can do it remotely. Oh, that'd suck. And then if you go near another game, your head explodes. This sounds like a Netflix series that you could start. <laughs> yeah, that's a He's going there. near that board game again. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> head comes off. No, that's a that's a great question, Robert. I honestly put me in a dilemma. Um there would have to be some really He's well, bleeding from the ears, man. Well defined rules. But I, I guess I like the idea of being able to play two or three game three or four games a year. And being able to play all the, and then maybe I get tired of them. Boom. 
No, and then the next year you play three or four different games Boom. and then never play those games again. But, man, I would hate that, I think. I would hate that because, like I said, I can't imagine not playing Euphoria or Wingspan or Terraforming Mars or Quarriers or Munchkin even sometimes, you know? Robert, you just exploded Tom's head. Yeah, you blew my head off. <laughs> and there may be some other game that'll be just the coolest game ever and I'll want to play it over and over again, so... I don't know, man. You 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 flummoxed me on that one, but it's a good, Whoa, it's a great question. You flummoxed him. Flummoxed me. Yep, that's what happened. I think that may be an English word. I don't know for sure. All right. Okay. So, so thank you. Yes, that was a great question. We're hoping you had a great birthday. Thank you for your awesome question and exploding Tom's brain. <laughs> Paul had a question. Okay. And his question is. Are there any games where you have been playing it wrong for ages only to find out the correct way, whether it be a big <coughs> rule or a little one? We played Port Royal, the card game, for months and thought that as soon as someone got 12 victory points, they w- they'd won, only to reread the rules and find out that you had to finish the round of the turns in case someone else can reach 12 or more points. I mean, we all knew, or we all know, people don't play Monopoly, right? I mean, yeah, don't we? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, actually, we've we played quite a few games yeah. that we've been playing wrong, and you just you don't notice it, and then well, we reread the rules, and, and it's like, go, oh, oh wait a minute, much more sense now. Yeah, well, Brewcrafters was one kind of like, oh that, yeah, wasn't it? We had yep. a couple of rule issues with Brewcrafters. Yep. Turns out that game's a lot more fun when you're playing it with the correct rules. Correct, yeah. I had an issue with Wingspan, and I know, I know, Paul, that's one of your favorites. Uh, initially, we didn't realize the Get migra- him, Paul! He hates Wingspan! No, I love Wingspan. But the migratory birds were confusing to us. Okay. And so we yep. block them in pretty much every time for the first few times we played it. Then realized what they do and went, okay, we're playing this correctly now. So we played it correctly. Um, I'm trying to think, there's a, maybe a couple of rules in Terraforming Mars that had the same issue that we weren't 100% sure on, and then read the rule book more closely and went, okay, yep, this is what we got to do, and it makes sense. Yep. So it does happen. But generally, if you watch the right playthroughs or actually read Hey, the there's rules, even times where the playthroughs are doing oh, wrong. Oh, yeah. That's so, why they have the Klingon captions. Yep. So you, 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 the thing is, read the rules, watch some playthroughs, and just. Have fun with the game. Yeah, you know, that's if, the main If thing. you can go back and find something later on, don't make a huge deal of it. But, you know, just, hey, next time we play this, let's let's, let's do it sure this way. It. And then, yeah. you know, it, it might make the game worse. It might make the game better. Yeah. But you don't know. And just, you know, do it that way. Otherwise, sometimes you kind of sour the taste of the game for people, and then they just don't want to repeat it. Right. Well, so. I, know, I know generally when we've done something like that where we've discovered that we played a rule wrong, sometimes you discover that in the middle of the game. Yeah. We'll you just, just continue playing it, playing it that way. Play it the way we played it because we've played yep. it that way so long. If we do it early enough in the game, well, you, we tend over. to start over. Yeah, yeah we'll start over. So, but, um, I think the only thing I can really remember is just uh, Wingspan. For, well, the Brewcrafter, for some, there was something we were doing wrong on that for like the first few times we ever played it. I don't remember what it was, but it made it better when we fixed it. Yep. And Wingspan with the Migratory Birds, it wasn't as much a rules issue as that we just didn't understand the power of that bird. The migratory birds, um, and then once we figured that out, it was like, oh, that changes the whole game. So uh, it was so, yeah. I think it happens to everybody who plays games. Yeah, that you mess up a rule a little bit, and then you f- you just reread the rules and get it done, get it right. It does. Either way, Paul, get him. He hates wingspan. I love wingspan. It's my <laughs> second favorite Stonemaier game. 
Okay, just saying. And he didn't even design that one, so he, anyway. Paul could get you right now. Could. He's got his finger on the button. Boom! Is your head exploded again, yeah. <laughs> uh, so tomorrow I am doing a roll and treat. It's a social distancing trick-or-treat. Uh, for anybody in the Sioux Falls area, it's over on 49th and Western. It's put on by Nerdvana. And uh, so you just stay in your vehicle. You come in from the west, head down 49th Street, come into the parking lot. You put your buckets out the window, and then you have these creepy creatures. And we're going to put treats in your buckets. And then you can roll out. They've got treats for adults. They've got treats for kids. Um, and then you will exit back onto either 49th or Western, one of the two. I think it's 49th. But, I think it's 49th, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a fun little social dis- distancing trick-or-treat. Um, and then, again, obviously, the, the week after that, we got uh, big old Extra Life. Extra so, Life. That's yep. Tw- and this is the first year in four years that we haven't done it on the time change. Weekend. Yes, which is, is kind of nice, awesome. actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because really instead of awesome. 25 hours, I know everybody really likes the 25 hours, but... No, dude, no, 24 we is don't. enough. <laughs> no, we don't like the 25 hours. <laughs> because you forget about it, and then at 2 in the morning, it's suddenly 2 in the morning again. It's yeah, like, no, it's the twilight zone. No, this is wrong. I used to... I think I mentioned I used to work in radio, and I was always the guy on the November, first oh. Sunday November shift, or Saturday, whatever it was. I'd work Saturday overnights, and 2 o'clock in the morning, it's suddenly 2 o'clock in the morning again, and I'm paid for an extra hour, but still, woof. All of a sudden, i got to work until what's essentially 7 o'clock. Yep. And it gets a little sleepy when you're not used to doing overnights, I'm just saying. But especially when starting at about 5 o'clock, you're running religious programming, and it's like, Okay, now I could nap for half an hour, but you don't want to go past that half hour. Otherwise, <laughs> dead air, bad. That's also Tom's show name is Dead Air. Yeah, that's my radio name, yeah. Dead Air. No, it was Jim Thomas, actually. Uh, so. No, I was talking about this show. Oh, you're this no show, longer yeah. Tom the Mustache. You're just known as Dead Air. Dead Air, yeah. <laughs> well, the mustache is pretty sweet right now. Halloween episode, it's Joe and Dead Air. <laughs> okay. Dead Air. Yeah. Yep. Or is it dead hair? Dead hair. Oh. I like hair better. Okay. Losing hair, but not dead hair. Whoa. So I'm just curious. When did you start turning into the like younger, evil-looking Santa Claus? I uh, started in October. Okay. Uh, early, uh, actually, the end of September. Early. You're October. rocking it. Thank you. Yep. You, you do got every, the. I do it every year. You got the round glasses. Oh yeah. You got the Santa Claus glasses, and yeah. then you've got the like the, the evil eyebrows. Yeah, the evil eyebrows are an issue, but we'll, we'll fix them. Yep, that's all right. Yeah, and the beer's coming in, so. So we will do um, another episode next Friday, and then we'll give you a bonus episode from Extra Life. Yeah. So, up until then, have a yep. happy Halloween. Yes. Stay safe. Trick or treat. Well. Yep. Get lots of Wear your masks. Yeah. Social distance. Have some fun. Play some board games. Stay at home. Stay safe. Yeah. Until next time, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. You're dead air. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Extra Life is looking for gamers. Extra Life from Children's Miracle Network Hospitals raises money through gaming of all kinds. Every dollar raised stays local to help our children's hospital when they need it the most. Play games any day and fund vital life-saving equipment, charitable care, research, and more. For all the details on Extra Life, go to extra-life.org. Connect with thousands of other gamers. Play games. Heal kids. Extra-life. Life.org. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. 
Mama's gonna buy you a mockingbird And if that mockingbird won't sing Mama's gonna buy you a diamond ring